0: My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Sipesitle Kunene, SABC Meteorologist. Are you doing well in your respective field?
1: Yes. <laughs> it's
0: always, you know, when, <laughs> when, when, when that guy says, what well, have we got, like, you know, amazing music or brilliant music on SAFM and then it's like you've got a bad song lined up, you always feel so pressured into
1: finding a good song. So, good luck to you. How's it? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, good.
0: Is, uh, you don't go by super Cipersicle, do you?
1: Yeah, uh, short one, short version Cipersicle. Cipersicle.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. What is, and I was going to ask you this, what's the difference between a meteorologist and a climatologist?
1: Well, that one is very simple. Differences in time. Um, meteorologists, well, the climatologists look at longer ranges. Right. So, it's just uh, looking at weather. So, difference in Changes in the atmosphere, but for a longer period, so for seasons, three months, up to a year, up to ten-year cycle. That's, okay. that's climatologists. But if you're a weather forecaster, or we're all meteorologists, uh, there's just different types. Uh, climatologists, um, seven-day forecasting or yeah. forecasters. That's what we are. We forecast up to seven days. Okay. So yeah.
0: Whereas climate climate change is like a big thing.
1: Climate change is a big thing, but it's also a part of meteorol- meteorology. It's same world. Same thing. Yeah, same, same thing. Same, same,
0: <laughs> what's that? What's that? Um, it's from that movie. Same, different. Same, same, but same, different. Same. Yeah, same, but same, same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. uh,
1: weather. Why weather? Why weather? Weather is nice. You get to interact with it seed see it every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's true. <laughs> it's always there, right? And think about it. Wouldn't you like to be in a field where you know that, okay, you've You've worked with these models and you know how exactly it's going to work. So yeah. you know what's going to happen within a certain, well, within certain percentage, percentages of doubt. You can, you, our models are not perfect. Mm. But I know exactly that there's a certain range that I can trust these models up to a certain limit. And I know up to seven days, it's fairly good. Sure. It's very good, yeah.
0: Let's talk you guys refer to models all the time. What do you mean by model?
1: Model is, is it's basically, you know, they... In Zulu, we call ourselves the Sangoma Zulu, so the guy that throws the bones. So the the models are the bones that we actually throw. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a complicated computer models. Um, So it's basically in simple terms, it's like you know the simple equation. Take the simplest equation, y for a straight line, y equals mx plus c. Okay. Simple, simplest. Every great That's your simplest thing. That's a simple equation. (laughs) Yeah. Y
0: equals?
1: Mx plus C. Mx plus C. That's for a straight line equation. Every Obviously, grade yeah. 12 learner will tell you that's, yeah, yeah that's how you draw yeah. a straight line. You've got your Y and then your X. So models basically, oh, okay. yes, 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 yes. So imagine the Y if, if you want to know the temperature for tomorrow. Yes. So Y is your temperature and then all you plug in, you just put in an X and then you find your C, then it's easy to know the temperature for tomorrow. So that's what an equation does. That's what a model does okay. in very simple terms. Okay.
0: Yeah. I understand that yeah, these computers that you guys use now, they're, they're mm. like supercomputers. Supercomputers, yeah. And, and we, yeah. you still
1: can't predict 100%
0: with all these yes, things. Weather yeah. is so out there.
1: It is very dynamic. That's because the atmosphere is dynamic. It's so so many things that can change a model, that can change a forecast. So, And uh, let's say, for instance, our models, uh, some run every... Um, Twice a day, mm-hmm. and then you get more accurate one that run four times a day. So the more you run it, the better it is. But right. the more cost it is, the more costly it is. So it costs the organization money, and then so they run twice a day. Okay, but those ones are fairly accurate. If we could run it more, that would be better. But the ones that we have right now are, are good. They're accurate. It's yeah. I base my job on them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you you're a double edged. You 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 do two jobs. You're a yes. computer. Runner, Because, uh, you know, the computers are telling you the weather now. Or do you still, as a human being, have to go, Oh, I don't trust that computer.
1: Okay. So, luckily, because there's many meteorologists, I don't have to do everything. So, you get the guys at the at the weather service that actually look at the products from the computers. So there are guys that sit with the computers and say, okay, now when we look at temperature, we're still going to take things like moisture into account. We're going to take mm-hmm. things like topography into account. Mm-hmm. And then they decide they do all the complicated stuff that we don't want to do every day. And then they say, okay, listen, forecasters, these are the best models because of ABC, they'll tell you why and they'll go into detail if you want to listen to that. But yeah. of course, forecasters just want to use the product to look okay, we want to see where the moisture is. We want it's uh, So, if I were to put forecasting in a way what you do as a forecaster, as a meteorologist that looks at weather, it's sort of like baking a cake. Yeah. You're just looking for the ingredients for the thunderstorm. Where is it going to rain? Where is it not going to rain? Mm. So, you look at the results of the models, the guys have, they've run everything and they've produced all of this well it may look like nonsense because it's a whole bunch of numbers and yeah a whole lot of values then we decide okay if you look at these areas gauteng today there's enough moisture there's enough instability there's everything to make sure that there will be thunderstorms and even if you look at severe thunderstorms you look at instances like cape and other things how unstable the atmosphere is Mm -hmm. so they just they use the they just use the results of the models and then they say they send that information to after they decide this is where it's going to rain they draw charts unfortunately it's still the old way where they literally have to draw it on a was, piece of paper
0: the, i'm just saying now i can mm. load the synoptic chart up now from the weather service yes and yes. it is it's lines and squiggles and it's an squiggles L and an exactly H and a, and exactly so so that's what you get
1: Yes, that's what I get. And then I make sense of that. And then I draw it on a pretty chart on TV. With <laughs> little clouds. And With a little, little clouds. And exactly. <laughs> and I make sure that it makes sense. It is meteorological sense. Right. And then on top of that, if maybe for some reason, maybe there's something that they missed or, I don't know, but some reason but i'm there to make sure that it is the correct one that goes out into the media because from me it goes to everyone okay so
0: i'm looking i'm looking at a synoptic chart here and i'm sure you looked at it already a long time ago (laughs) uh it's from six o'clock yesterday yes yes. 22nd uh and there's a big h sort of to the left left of cape town and there's a big h to the right of the country yes yes. that's that for me because i've done geography you see yeah that means no rain where we're going to be clear.
1: Yes. A high pressure cell over the interior normally means no rain. Okay. Do you,
0: when you do your weather, do you explain what a high pressure cell is? Or do you, what, what sort I don't. Of, at what point, what level of knowledge of weather do you come in as a presenter?
1: As a presenter, it's the simplest one because of time issues, time constraints. People want to know: Is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? Is it going to be cold? What should I do as I'm about uh, as I'm leaving the house? Mm-hmm. So that's that's my job right now. But as a forecaster, you get to you have a lot of information at your disposal, and you can answer anyone's question right. as long as you have time and, of course the right amount of understanding because it's useless for me to say there's a 35% chance and you don't understand mm. what 35 is. And I need to tell you in simple ways that the answers that you need to know, what's going to happen, how long is it going to last, right. is it going to be bad? Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. yeah. Th- those warnings. That those heard. warnings, yeah.
0: What is the difference... And, and, and I'm sure a lot of people know, but I don't. The difference between isolated, scattered, and those things for thunder showers.
1: In simplest term, that one is just a, a matter of isolated. That means in that area, if there were 10 people, only three of them are going to get rain. So that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you imagine uh, there's different areas. If if you just cut up a section in Gauteng, you get different parts. You get Midrand, and in Midrand, you get different subsections. So imagine now you have to focus for the whole of Gauteng, talk to everyone in Gauteng at the same time. So I'm going to say for all of Gauteng residents, If there's 10 of you Only 3 of you Are going to get drained Okay So that's 30% So that's isolated Right And then it goes into The next one Scattered So scattered is a little bit more So then that means There's a 60% chance of rain That means if there's 10 of you Only 6 will get drained And the other 4 no rain.
0: We were joking off air that you're one of the few jobs where you can get it wrong
1: and people go, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I talk percentages, probabilities. Yeah. So it, you you can look at it this way. If I say 30% chance of rain, that means there's a 70% chance that it there's won't no rain. Exactly. See,
0: I can't go on as a sports <laughs> presenter and say there's a 50% chance that Manchester United won today.
1: You can't. No, I have no, to no, say no. that Manchester
0: United. <laughs> uh, you've been said that you've, you've made weather cool. How did you make weather cool?
1: I tried to make things you know understandable to everyone i always um in in a certain way i have a daughter she's 6 so oh no she's 5 turning sorry she's 5 she's but a
0: 50% chance she's 6 <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, um, it's just a thing that always pretend like you're talking to a six-year-old because okay. six-year-olds have enough understanding to understand vocabulary but they don't really understand the detail the how and why exactly the why and why so if you can explain whether or whatever profession you're in to a six-year-old then you can explain it to everyone so I always pretend like I'm explaining it to her then it's very easy mm. then yeah
0: it's it's a difficult job at the moment because everybody's got a smartphone yeah, everybody's yeah, smartphones yeah. telling them what the weather is, uh, and my joke as well is I can just stick my head out the window. I can see what the weather's <laughs> going to do. So, how do you? How are you better than a smartphone as a person now on TV, or or better than sticking my head out the window?
1: Okay, Um there's a couple of things. One, smartphones they use global models, so that is not even South African. Mm. They don't even know what the topography is or anything that for that matter. Number two. If you ask me, I'll answer for you specifically. Right. I, I know exactly your needs as a person, your needs as a business person, or whatever question is, mm. is posed. Mm. And then the thing is, uh, smartphones will give you things like there's a eleven percent chance of free and Right. Then you you need to make a decision out of that. How do you make a decision out of that? Whereas if you say, okay, listen, I need to make a decision. Do I continue with this, this these plans or not? Mm. I can say, look, there's a chance of rain, but because of this area and it will probably start in the afternoon. Right. Or let's look at it, um, let's take a, a better look in the later model because this one is much better with rain mm. and this one is better with the timing of the rain because even different models do different things.
0: So in other words, yeah, so the international models will say, well, Friday will, or Saturday it's going to be yeah, rain. Yeah. But you know that it's because it's this time of the year, blah, 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 the rain will only be in the morning. Yes, so or in the office.
1: afternoon or just like you said you remember earlier we spoke about a high pressure cell yes, yes. over the east and everything so high pressure cell in over the eastern escarpment from Durban going north to Richards Bay um, eastern escarpment so Pumalanga mm-hmm. all of those areas they know that usually uh, there's a lot of fog in that area so almost every morning there are parts that are almost misty every day Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. so a model will say cloudy okay. and then I'll come and say no it's actually mist that will last until 8 o'clock just after, sunrise, yeah. just after sunrise and because now it's summer it will last for a shorter period or in winter it lasts longer because it's cold and you know all of that it's that added extra that makes well, me different
0: guest is SBC Meteorologist you're on TV talk us through your <laughs> day what do you do in the morning you wake up and you
1: Uh, well take a shower (laughs) (laughs) shower first shower first yes shower first and then well it's very nice you know a lot of people struggle they say how do you wake up at four o'clock every day is that your time that's my time four o'clock I'm up and even on days where I'm not going to work I'm up Mm. that's because actually even before I came on TV, I was a forecaster. As a forecaster, you wake up at four o'clock. You have to be on duty. You have to prepare the maps and actually send it to the guys that will present the weather yeah. on TV. Yeah. So now I'm on the receiving end. I come in five o'clock. That's when I log in, type in my username. Mm-hmm. So I'm already there at work at five o'clock. Get ready, pre- draw the maps, make sure that everything is okay. It makes sense. It looks well. It looks nice. So those things presented. you see on TV, yes. you've made. Yes, those things I you see on TV. Team. Um, I'm I'm the team. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the the, the, clouds, the, <clears throat> the clouds, the blue line that goes through. That's your job.
1: Exactly, that's right. my job. And then I draw it for other languages as well. And then you okay. see in the afternoon, you'll see Zulu. I draw that for that for them, and even writes kupolile Zoshisa whatever it is sure. that that's needed there. So my day it starts very early if I'm working a morning shift then I know that it's going to end pretty early that's mm-hmm. nice because I'm going to get there draw my maps and then put on makeup which is very difficult for most guys Yoh, that's the difficult part <laughs> <laughs> Putting on makeup, and I always fight with the ladies they make makeup because yeah. so then you, I shine a lot. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, not sweating. I'm just have an oily skin. Yeah. You're a, a guy. Health, it's a healthy skin. It's yeah. a healthy skin, but yeah. you know, be shining. They say, "No, you look like a lamp." <laughs> <laughs> So, we go through that, um, present morning live, after morning live, then there's a bit of a rest, one hour rest, but then each and every hour after that, on 4-4, we're still presenting weather. Right. Yeah. Live? Live.
0: Live, live. You see, this is the thing that's, it's difficult to understand. You guys are live in front of the camera, right? Yeah, you, all the time. Do you have a script? Do you read it off an audio, or do you just know the stuff?
1: And that's the thing, that's the nice part about my stuff, when I... When I see the charts, I already know what's happening, right. I go look and confirm that okay, what I think is happening is really happening, and then I go present it. So when I'm there it's it's just telling a story sometimes oh. I'll remember things from university I'm like, oh going to this is how this thing happens and then <laughs> if you just add that yeah. it's very easy, it's simple well for me, it's easy, but and it makes sense to me, so it's easier to for everyone else to understand it as well.
0: that's great, okay, yeah. um. It's it's obviously uh, you wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Do you are you you, you got to keep thin for TV because they don't like fat people? <laughs> so what, what what is your exercise regime? Your health regime? Are you a healthy person?
1: Um, I try to be healthy. My one major uh, problem right now is that I don't eat as much as I'd love to. Yeah, I don't eat much, but uh, I try to gym as much as I can. It's difficult to eat at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's difficult. You can't. By the time everyone comes to work, it's already lunch time for you. That's Think right. about it. Yeah. It's eight o'clock. Everyone is coming to work, but oh. for you, it's like oh, I've been here for three, four hours already. <laughs> yeah, and all you want yeah. is all you want is like a nice steak at lunchtime, and there's none available. The, the restaurants aren't the, open. They're like, yeah, no, the we're is still like... frying eggs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: because that's that's difficult I mean I used to work now obviously I'm doing this but only for a week I used to work silly hours be at work Mm. at four same sort of thing as you and yeah eating was a problem because what I would do is just drink a lot of coffee you see
1: just to keep awake and get you
0: through I was sitting with migraines and all those kind of things you have to teach yourself to to eat breakfast at four o'clock in the morning
1: yeah you have to teach yourself that It doesn't matter what time I woke up, I need to eat at this time Mm -hmm. and be at the gym at this time. Otherwise, things are just going to fall apart.
0: Okay, (laughs) I want to know a little bit more about your path. How did you start? Where where did the whole meteorology idea come from?
1: Well, I've always loved Science. Well, um, naturally, I'm an inquisitive person. I want to know how things work. And even in high school, did well in science Mm -hmm. and mathematics. And then after that, I wanted to study PhD in physics. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that there was a lot of maths (laughs) maths there. That yeah, (laughs) you need to know. Yeah, the maths there is hectic. And you know, it it got really bad. And I remember the first semester test. You know, in, in university, this is you hear this a lot, and I'm going to say this again. When you're in high school, you think you're the best, you get the best marks or whatever. Come to university, it's a completely different story. It's another animal. I get there, imagine high school got a distinction in maths. First year in varsity, my first semester test, it was a single-digit percentage mark. No so that ways. means I got less than 10%. <laughs> <laughs> less than 10%. Oh. Because um, you're studying, calc- it's number one, everything is different. You right. have to study for yourself. You do it and, yourself, yeah. Yeah, do it yourself. It's calculus. It's, it's, it's difficult. Right. I'm studying University of Pretoria. And it's not only that. There's all these other modules that you also have to pass as well.
0: And suddenly there's girls and bars yeah. and parties well, as well.
1: I didn't do that in my first year. Uh, Luckily, okay. I didn't do that uh, only until… Third year When I was like You know it's, I'm about to leave anyways <laughs> I know What I'm doing Or oh, I think I know What I'm doing right, So you're gonna decide. Yes, um, I was doing BSc in physics, but then I couldn't go into the second year because, well, maths was pretty bad. Right. But then I wanted to stick within the sciences. So luckily I met um, oh, Lisa, one of the professors. She's like, no, there is some, you can still do science, but without the heavy maths. You, 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 you've you proven yourself that you know the maths. As long as you know how it works, you know um, if you want to go to that field, you know exactly. But you definitely there are third-year modules that you'll need this, so right. you have to know the maths. I and then she just you know she was really nice and after um, listening to a couple of uh, lectures she was really passionate about meteorology and that rubbed off I would say that that rubbed off of me and then yeah yeah yeah, it was a teacher and then from there I just loved it and then it fell into presenting because I've always loved presenting as well yeah that, it just came together now I'm doing two of the things that I love
0: how long did you train to be a presenter
1: Actually, presenting, my training was very, it was informal, self-taught in a way, because yeah. how I knew that I'm good at presenting was when I went to the Techno x X um, career exhibition. Mm-hmm. Well, there used to be career exhibitions at work when I was doing um, a source weather service. But then after that, they'd say, no, go talk to these numerous students. So talk to them, probably like 21,000 students in a week. And from there, got an award for best lecture. I'm like, what? Okay. Best lecture. And then the second year, got the same award and another award. Now they're like, okay, even your exhibition was great. So I was like, okay, I'm really good at this thing. And I'm, I'm explaining something that I'm actually passionate about. Yeah. It's science. I'm talking to kids. I'm like, listen, if you want to do something in the sciences, you can do it as young as you are. Yeah. And there's oh. The money is far away, but you you get there one day. <laughs> so
0: okay, so you're a natural presenter. You yes. Phone up. <clears throat> what did you do? Phone up SABC TV and go hazard. Okay, I want to.
1: No, jump. it was not that easy. Eh? It was not that easy. I went through a couple of interviews. <laughs> First time I interviewed, it uh, didn't go so well, yeah. and I went to. <laughs> yeah. And then I went and interviewed again at uh, a Competitors, ENCA. And then it went very well. I thought I was getting the job. And then at the last stage, they were like, no, budget constraints. We've decided not to. I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. And then they uh, advertised again. And then this time, it, there was something that I was like, I really wanted to come and present. So I just I felt that it's time that I come and present now. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, keep on keeping on until you make it. And then, yeah.
0: I have as a radio guy I've got heroes that I look up to, but they're public figures. Everybody knows mm. radio guys that I grew up with as a kid.
1: Uh what does a weatherman do? What ins- who inspires you? <laughs> well, like for me it's it's still the passion that I got from that first lecture. Because it wasn't only she didn't just teach us meteorology how the weather how what the weather does. Mm. We, for instance, we had this community project where I learned about giving back to the community. That community project, we went and fixed a a fog net which actually harvested fog and converted it into water for the community. I was like, what a wonderful idea. Mm. I mean, it's cheap, you build it once. And then after that, it gives this community water for free. And you don't have to do anything, no maintaining. Just maybe once a year, come fix it if it's broken. Mm. But other than that... We, through the week, learned a lot of things, how to build it and go through, but basically how to first, she taught us how to write a proposal, how to find money, how to find funding, how to run a project, how to present afterwards to your sponsors. And and all of that, it was a community project outside, not really, uh, well, still in university but we learned so many life lessons out of that not really uh, not just science Mm. learn this is how the weather works this is what you expected to do and you you will get to you get to do that you get to work one day you get there but what we learned from from there it really stuck with me and i was like science should be used for the benefits of the masses Right. right and then that's when i thought that. This is something that if if I can't do it, if I can't get go to companies and get the money and then go implement the solutions, the least I can do is inspire people to go and do it. Mm-hmm. Inspire young kids to study science so that they can find other solutions. Inspire homegrown talent to go and find solutions. I won't be able to find solutions myself. And right. besides, I'll need a team to go and build it or to go and actually you know you can't do. They say Rome wasn't built in a day, and it probably wasn't built by one person. Mm. You need a whole uh, lot of help.
0: Do you feel a responsibility as a meteorologist to r- tell people about global warming? Because that's a thing. And so we've got deniers around the globe. Yeah. Do yeah. you feel it's part of your responsibility to do that?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's, it's so unfortunate that we've got deniers in very, very privileged positions. Mm. That when they say something, then everyone follows it. It is... It, it hurts me, you know. Yeah, it grinds me. Because yeah. you're a young person. How old are <laughs> exactly. you now? 20, 29, So you're 29 20, years yeah, old. So 20, you've got
0: another 70 years on the planet still. <laughs> and got, you're got you talking to 70-year-olds who are going, Psh, forget it. It's fine. We'll be okay.
1: Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. And, and fortunately, these are makers. These are people that are um, supposed to take the decisions that are supposed to be taken now for the future. For instance, if you read a lot of um, uh, climate change articles right now, they'll tell you that it's, what, 12 years until we mess up the earth completely, until we reach a stage where we can't traverse anything. Mm. And we need not only we we, we have the solutions, we need a, a revolutionary change in that department that will just change everything because... The solutions are there. Everything the scientists have proven that we can actually mitigate everything. Right. We, we can sort of clean up and make sure that the future generations don't mm-hmm. get um, uh, yeah messed up Earth the, altogether. The
0: <laughs> hole in the ozone layer is closing because we decided across the across the world to stop CFCs. Exactly. Yeah. So you see, and your, that happened in five years. Exactly. Yeah, a ho- there's a hole mm. in the ozone layer. Let's stop doing that. Done. Done. So you kind of wonder why big picture stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Um, what What are you currently working on?
1: Besides, whether on SAPC TV. Well, um, I'm actually. I'm not sure if it's a perfect time to say. It. I'm well, actually. I was,
0: was going to ask you, so you you can tell me without me asking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm leaving SAPC for no, a private no. company, no. and <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. Actually, forecasting the weather once again. Oh yeah, yeah, forecasting the weather. But um, for private clients, that's where the money comes. But also, okay. there's a public good part in it, mm-hmm. whereby we're taking these uh, solutions that we that are already there for the private clients and then applying mm-hmm. them. For instance, for um, for schools, and alarm systems for really bad storms, mm. uh, um, with good lightning. The yeah. e- oh, those guys they have, they have everything <laughs> uh, with good. Uh, uh, Ground networks that can actually detect not only cloud-to-ground lightning but even cloud-to-cloud lightning, Mm -hmm. so that you can see storms before they come closer and before they become very severe. So to even just to send that out, those alerts to local districts, not only because you know when we say the weather on TV, you only have this hour, you only have two minutes, you have your time is very short. Mm. So now this one is this will be forecasting it for the people for those specific people at the time when they needed to tell them okay this is the storm it is 15 minutes away it is moving towards you and in two hours it will be gone no more
0: Uh, so instead of a golf course needing to buy all the expensive equipment they, yeah. would, they you would just hire,
1: them. exactly Yeah, right. They just uh, hire the, the services And then the, the siren company. goes off and makes all the noise exactly, yeah. Because
0: yeah, schools are that Schools can't afford lighting detectors, the big ones can
1: The big ones can but yeah, but most yeah, yeah. So
0: you're yeah. playing around, you're having some cricket or football Out in the fields, and that's where you hear these horror stories Exactly Why is it Limpopo? Is Limpopo <laughs> just like Are there rocks in <laughs> Limpopo That call the lighting? Uh. <laughs>
1: No, no, it is not. Actually, KZN is the highest um, death due to lightning, but yeah. it's mainly just because of the topography, thunderstorms. People stand on top of the mountains, you see. <laughs> in, they know you, and I'm sure you know that if you are out there's a thunderstorm, don't be the tallest thing. Yes. don't be the tallest thing. So you find that in Limpopo, lots of valleys and mountains. If you live up on top of the cliff or right. something, then you definitely okay. you just yeah, you're my, the
0: tallest thing. My greatest experience is being in this building. During a thunderstorm <laughs> I just have to let you know like We're mm. only on the 6th floor Of this building But when a thunderstorm Comes across Over the SABC building here It is something to behold Because it's We are the highest yeah. One of the highest points In Johannesburg you can,
1: you can, It's lovely You can see the storms And for me I can see The base Go oh, you up understand. A couple of Yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. It's it's beautiful It's beautiful And there's beautiful clouds Out there as well That you see And just, it's lovely It's lovely being a meteorologist You've
0: got a couple of minutes What do you want to be When you grow up? Yeah
1: <laughs> Growing up, I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah? Yeah, but, okay, that dream failed. But um, actually, I'm loving my job. So I am what I wanted to be. Just what I would change is giving back to the community a little little bit more. Mm. Yeah, that's what I would change. But other than that...
0: Would you be... Is is like Chief
1: Meteorologist
0: the name you want to hear? Yes,
1: Chief Meteorologist, yeah.
0: Do you Mm -hmm. as a... you still got that science brain in you. Do you want to come up with a new thing? Is that
1: No, no, I, I don't want to come up with new things. I want to use the things that are already available for the benefit of the masses. Okay. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's... How do people get hold of you?
1: Well, my name is everywhere. I'm Googlable. That's nice. googleable googleable Googlable. <laughs> Googlable. Googlable just... is
0: a new word we're going to use. you google.
1: Googlable. Yes, Googlable. <laughs> You'll find everything from Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook.
0: I just have to ask you quickly, Nazims. asked you, what do you think about man-made rain?
1: Man-made rain, man-made rain to you know, like the farmers to help the farmers quickly. We got a minute. Yeah, and it's it depends. Uh, what we're we talking, man-made rain, but it's it's uh, it's good. There was a science experiment yeah, that was clouds. done uh, when they see the clouds. Yeah. It's great for the farmers. If if uh, for instance in drought-stricken areas, it's good for them. It's just that they're a bit they're scared because they're, they're you know, playing around with nature. Yeah. It's all of those things. But you know what? In this time and age, we need all the scientific solutions that we can find. We need to use them to our to the best of our abilities mm. because this is, I see it as a gift. This is a, people have been praying for rain. They've been praying for answers. These are the answers that you've been praying for. It, it, these are the miracles that we, we've been asking. Right. Yeah.
0: It's great to have you in. Thank you very much. Yeah, Go get your yep. makeup done <laughs> and we'll see you on TV. And <laughs> what time? When's your first broadcast?
1: No, no, I'm not doing morning live today. I'm in today? the afternoon. So I'm going to gym and then eat definitely get some food get some food right. and then back later all
0: about the food i don't know how you stay thin though sbc <laughs> is an sbc meteorologist he will be lost and you will be missed on the tv we will yeah. get you back again Maybe. We'll get you back. Uh, Go Google him because he's Googleable. C.P. C.C. Kunene, SABC meteorologist. uh, What's your feature today? You were the get up and go. Thanks very much. Get up and go. Cheers. That's the program for today. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM Sound Awake today. Thanks to uh, to Tabello for producing the show and doing all the Twitters. Uh, Thanks to Zelma for choosing all the music. Plenty radio still ahead. Stephen Curtis is in the building. Up next, though, is Elvis Preslin with First Take essay after the news at 5 o'clock with Norm Samdlouli.